For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Inner Sanctum Mystery, Terror by Night, June 29th, 1952. Good evening, friends of the Creaky Door. This is your host to welcome you into the Inner Sanctum. Come in, come in. Ah, always feel for light-hearted weather like this, so perhaps we ought to have a little poetry before we begin. An Arab girl named Yahim was lied to by her husband. Man, you him. In, in, for this little trifle, she shot him with a rifle, and now she can see right through him. And now, if you scalpels are sharp and ready, we receive the business of the evening. Tonight we're going to do a little study of terror. Have you been alone with fear, alone at night and frightened? Clap of thunder. Linda, it was a Friday night. I think I was already a little nervous as I drove north into the mountains. I hadn't wanted to waste even an hour of my two-week vacation, so I had all my bags packed, car waiting at the curb in front of my office building. Started from the city early enough to arrive for nightfall. Everything would have been all right with the fuel pump. My six-year-old car hadn't acted up. Took the mechanic almost two hours to get me going. And now I was driving through the night. With 50 miles more to go, I was tired and nervous and irritated. Distant, steady bleat of prison whistle. Sort of like a foghorn. Linda. And then I heard the whistle in the distance. At first, I couldn't place it. Then I remembered that state prison was somewhere in the vicinity. Realises the whistle I meant. It meant it meant the prisoner escaped. I reached over and turned on the radio. Click of switch. Linda, maybe they were broadcasting something about it. News caster. Moses warned to be on the lookout for Lee Hartley, who escaped from death cell at state prison at 9.15 p.m. Tall, dark-haired, regular features. No distinguishing marks. Prison whistled out. Newscaster Hartley is convicted, is a confirmed killer, believed to be armed, aware of Hartley. He'd rather kill than eat. Police are executing a thorough search. It has already been established that Linda, he would rather kill than eat. And that man was loose, perhaps waiting round the next bend in the road. If I stared ahead of the on that lonely road, spinning towards me through the windshield. Newscaster. Partly he was helped to escape from the outside by his sweetheart, Helen Hearn. A red-headed woman, just as vicious Hartley as himself. He thought that Hartley... And her and woman may be separated after escape. May separate after escape. 
All motorists are warned to beware a dark-haired man and a red-haired woman, alone or together. Click of switch. Linda, my hands shaking a little as I turned off the radio, looked in the car mirror and shivered. I too had red, had red hair. Clap of thunder. Linda, there was a storm coming on and I was driving into it. The night was black and I felt small and lonely and frightened in the, the car. Linda, then I saw them in the mirror, headlights sweeping up behind me. A car, it came out of nowhere. All two engine approaches, it squeal as car brakes hard to stop. Linda, you're pulling alongside, cut me off. Two cars stop and their engines out. Linda, I cower behind the wheel and watch the door that other car open. Door car, car door opens. Linda, a man stepped out. Oh, I breathed a sigh of relief. He was a state trooper. Trooper, you're driving alone, alone, miss? Linda, yes, officer. Trooper, sorry if I scared you. We're stopping all c- cars. Where are you headed for? Linda, well, I was going up to lodge at Snuggler's Milch. As near Mount Mansfield, you see. I started out late from the city. I was having motor trouble. Trooper, yeah, sure. Can I see your driver's license, please? Linda, my driver's license? Oh, yes, of course, here. I got it somewhere in my purse. Chuckles, they seem to be all fingers. Is that escape prison Hartley? Trooper, superstitious. How do you know about him? Linda, I heard that prison whistle. And it came over the radio. That Hartley's red-headed girlfriend. That Hartley's red-headed girlfriend. Trevor, hey, you got red hair too. Linda chuckles. You don't think I'm that woman? Trevor, find that license yet? Linda, oh yes, I'm sure it's in here. I got so many things in this bag. I'll hear it here. I got it. There's my license. Looper. Trevor, thanks. Hmm. What time did you say you left the city? Linda, about five o'clock. Trevor, you took you for a long time to get up, up this far. Linda, I told you, I have motor trouble. Trevor, Trooper, ah, so you did. Okay, Miss Dixon, before you, li- here's your license. Linda, thank you. Trooper, you go, go ahead. Trooper, Linda, thank you. Engine won't start, continue struggle in background. Linda, oh, darn. There it, there it goes again. Trooper, more motor trouble. Linda, oh, it was the same thing. The mechanic said it might happen again. Oh. Engine starts, continues the background. Linda, relieved. Oh, oh, it started. Trooper, you want to get that fixed first chance you get. Linda, oh, it's too late. All the service stations on to the close. Trooper, well, there's one that's open all night. About two miles up the road. Linda, oh. Trooper, better stop there. Bill Slater's place. Linda, Bill Slater. Trooper, he's a good mechanic. He'll fix you up. Tell him what Joe Nesbitt sent you. Linda, thanks, I will. Trooper, and listen, Mrs. Dixon. Trooper, yes. Trooper, you be careful. Don't stop to give anyone a lift, man or woman. Linda, oh, don't worry, I won't. Auto interior background. Linda, the night closed on me again. I didn't feel quite so nervous. 
knowing that the trooper was somewhere behind me on the road. A blue stadium service station in the head. In a few minutes, I saw the lights of the station. I swung into the open space in front of the pumps and stopped. All the pools into stop, engines out. Linda, there was a rumbling of thunder in the west. The storm was moving up fast. There was another car, coupe, parked at a pump, but there was nobody in it. And I couldn't, didn't see any attendant around. Either I pressed the home button. Horn honks a few times. Linda, no one answered. Everyone seemed, everything seemed so quiet. I suddenly, and suddenly done with I found myself shivering, a curious feeling that someone was watching me. I had to get away from there fast. Engine won't start, continued struggling, struggle behind. Linda, distressed. Oh, the chill. Tyler won't work again. Oh, it won't start again. It won't start, fearful. Oh, it won't start. Linda, calmer. For a long time, I sat behind the wheel listening for the sound of footsteps stealing up behind the car. There was no none. Then I could bear it no longer. I had to go out of the car. I had to see what was in the office. Corridor opens, Linda. I opened the door of the car and stepped down on the gravel. Then the lights of the gravel. Walks the service station, which opens. Walks the station door, service station door, which opens. Linda calls. Anyone in there? No answer. I clenched my fist and stepped inside. Linda takes a few steps into the station, stops with a startled grass. Linda grasps horrified here on the front of my on the floor of my feet at my feet lay the body of a man, a mechanic jumper stained red with blood, his throat was cut from ear to ear. Linda, how long I stood there I never know. Petrod, unable to move, unable to take my eyes from that bloody body. Footsteps approach behind. Linda whispers intensely to herself. What's that? Someone's coming downstairs, realises Hartley. It must be Hartley, the killer. He must have been hiding somewhere upstairs. I must get away. I had to get away outside. Service station car door bursts open. And Linda is hurried steps on gravel behind Linda to herself. And how? My car won't run. I did another car. Coupe, coupe. Well, could jump into that. Yes, yes, if I could reach that coupe before he comes up and now, John. Are you wrong, sister? Linda grasped herself with dread. Oh, too late. John, anything I do for you, sister? Linda steps on gravel as she turns to face him. Linda stammers nervously. Yes, yes, it's my car. It won't start. I thought someone was coming. Someone here might help me. John, sorry, there doesn't seem to be anyone around. There's my coupe over there. I stopped home for gas, and that would come out. I went in and looked around. Well, did you find anybody? John cryptic. There isn't a living soul in there. Linda to make, oh, John, you uh, look kind of tired, Linda. No, no, I'm all right, John. My name is Taylor, John Taylor. Linda, I'm Linda Dixon. John, Linda Dixon. Linda, yes, John. Glad to know you. You're travelling for, for all tonight? Then I'm going to Mount Mansfield to the lodge, the smuggler's lodge. They're expecting me. 
John, ah, what do you know about that? Did what? John, Mount Ainsford's a place I'm heading for. Too, isn't that a coincidence? Linda, I'm sure it is. John, your car won't run, huh? I'll tell you what, I'll put your baggage in my car. I'll give you a lift to Mount Mansfield. You can stand for your car in the morning. Linda, no. Swan steps on gravel. John, moving off. I have your bags switched, stitched in the jiffy. Linda, please, no, I'd rather not, John. Off of effort. There you are, grunts. All switched closer in service. Assistant, now, come on, get in there. Linda, he took me my arm and helped me into the coupe. His hand was strong, his grip was hard, hurt me. John, there you are, stuck as a bug in a rug. Car doors shuts, into engine starts. Car drives off, picking up speed as it goes. Also interior, bigger background. Linda, we drove away into the night. Leave behind us a dead man in a service station. Cap of Thunder. Well, from where we sit, looks as if Linda Dixon's got herself into an awful jam. Believe me, she's shaking like jelly. Well, let's see how Linda Dixon's making out all alone in the car with that strange man. After all, she shouldn't be too scared of him. He's just a fellow who needs a friend. Tap of thunder, running auto, interior background. Linda, the swell broke a few minutes after we left from the station, service station. A service station. We drove through sheets of rain, sat stiff and tent beside the man, called himself John Taylor. He had both hands on the wheel and stared out through the windshield. My eyes focused on something on his right hand. It was a stain, a small stain, but it was wet, a red. I couldn't take my eyes off it. John, what are you looking for? Then the startled what? Nervous. Oh, nothing, nothing at all. John, I think I'll turn on the radio. Do you know what? There's been a jailbreak? Click a switch to those cars. Hartley is five foot ten. Airy dark hair. Well, you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being filled by his present manner, he's killed by he's a killer by instinct. Linda, a killer by instinct. I looked at the man beside me. Who's Carson? He's a killer. Anything are very dangerous. Got goodbye by Helen. Helen is a clever woman, a dangerous woman. Five foot three. I got red hair. Very pretty. Beware of this late woman. She's vicious, just as dangerous. Hartley himself. Linda, a cult trader looking at me out of corner's eye. What are you looking at, John? And your hair is red. Cup of thunder running in auto interior background. Linda, there's a streak of lightning. I looked out the rain with the sweat window. I glimpsed the signpost. A lightning illuminated a sign and my heart skipped the beat. That is what I saw. So, John, that sign we just passed. John, what about it? Linda, it said Barrington Road ahead. We're going in the wrong way. We should, we should be. On the Mansfield Road, not on the Bennington Road. John, that's funny. I must have taken the wrong turn. Linda, well, aren't you going to turn back? John, sure, whatever you say. Auto stops to a slow, fire for thunder. John, we turn right around. We turn right around and go back. Auto turns, sits in back in dish and stops abruptly. John and Linda, oh, John, oh, we're in the ditch. Linda, Dismayed in the ditch. Someone also engine revs a couple of times, but car is stuck. John gives up. Oh, no good. She won't budge. Linda, a quiet grasp. John, well, looks like we're gonna we're stuck here for the night. Clever thunder. Linda, nervous. Quickly. I think I'd better get out and walk. Perhaps there's a new house nearby. John, walk in this river? Linda, well, I wouldn't, but I don't mind the weather. It's a, he's really, I don't. John, you can't walk in this pool. You're leaving right, staying right here until you get the car out of the ditch. I'll get some tools in the trunk compartment. You stay put. Car doors open. Storm background. Linda, I heard him open the trunk at the back. Trunk opens, Linda. I listen for fast first sounds. There's nothing. I didn't hear him moving back there. I didn't hear any but tools. I had to find out what he was doing slowly, carefully. I got my door open. Car door opened slowly. Linda, I stepped out in the rain and sneaked back toward the rear. I saw him in, not moving in front of the open road compartment, bending over with a flashlight. His hand, a ray of light that was focused on something, was curled up inside. It was a baggage of tools. Hospital, it was a woman's body. Clever thunder. Linda, just then he saw me. He snapped the flashlight off and out, and, but not before I caught a glimpse of red hair. Clap of thunder. Linda, and then I must have fainted. No storm, running auto engine, it auto material background. Linda, when I came to, I found myself seated inside the car again. My face and hair were wet. Her clothes were dripping. John Taylor was driving his face 
as he stared round. Stared ahead for the night. It was dark and bleak. The song was over. Night was quiet. John, so you wake again. Linda, I don't feel well. John, it's because of what you, what's in the trunk in the compartment. Linda, miserable. Oh, she's dead. Sobs a little. Background, John, I told you not to get out of the car. Linda, what are you going to do with me? John, what do you think? Linda, oh, please, John. Sorry, sister. Got to make you give you medicine. Take So you've got to take your medicine. Linda, oh, no. John, don't make any trouble. I'll try to make it as easy on you as I can. Linda, they say that when a person loses all hope, he subconsciously seeks refuge in sleep. As what must have happened to me, I felt must have dozed, or perhaps I've fainted. Don't know, but I woke with starts at the sound of brakes. Car brakes to stop, engines turned off. Linda, I sat up straight and saw that we stopped in front of a small fieldstone house. Nervous to John, why are we stopping here? John, I'm out of gas. Linda, oh, John, come on, we're going in. Car door opens, John and Linda footsteps in front of car behind. Linda, a sign the car door, Verber Bryce, MD. Doctor's house. Can you feel a spark of hope? There might be a chance. John, I'll do the talking. Is that clear, Linda? Yes. John, where's the bell? See bell. Oh, doorbell rings timidly. John, he must be the, must be awake. There's a light in the parlour. Front door opens twice. How do you do, John? Oh, good evening, Dr. Bryce. Bryce. Yes, can I help you? John, I'm terribly sorry to disturb you, Doctor, but my sister and I were heading for Mansfield. We seem to have gotten lost. We're out of gas. Linda, his sister, passing me off as a, us, me off as, us off as brother and sister. Now I knew why he hadn't cut my throat. It had, it had the service, as he had the service station man. He was carrying me for protection. I was passport for the police called him. We just taste his sister. <coughs> Bryce, I'm afraid I can't be much help to you. I'm seven miles from the nearest town. I haven't any spare gasoline. Uh, come in, won't you? <coughs> John, why, yes, thank you. We will. John and Linda step into the house. My front door closed behind. Bryce, I wonder if I could offer you why you might have stability for the night, John. Oh, that'd be imposing. Bryce, not at all. There are two rooms that aren't being used. <coughs> John, well, really. Bryce, oh, come. Come, I insist. Linda. I'd hoped for a chance to talk to Dr. Bryce alone. Just a word to warn him. But Taylor never left us alone for a minute. His sister was coming into my room to make sure, he said, that it was comfortable enough for me. 
He took the doctor by the arm and went out with him. John, good night, sis, and sweet dreams. Bedroom door closes. Linda, slowly, I was alone, free of the presence of John Taylor. Had another lease on life, lay down on the bed. Didn't dare close my eyes, I waited, my heart pounding to give them both a chance to retire. Then I slipped off my shoes and got off the bed. My stocking feet, I stole across the room and inched my door open. Slowly, carefully, stepped out into the corridor and turned right towards the doctor's room. Don. In close, what's the matter, sister? Linda, startled shriek. John sleepwalking? Linda sails, grieves fearfully behind. John, you weren't thinking of going anywhere, sister, were you? Linda stammers, I wanted a drink of water. John, a drink of water, huh? Linda, yes. John, ah, in case you didn't know, there's a water pitcher on your dresser. Linda, oh, stammers, well, I didn't see it. John, good night, sister. Linda, I turned around and went back into my room. No use if I attempted to warn Dr. Bryce. Taylor would probably kill us both. I leaned out the, I turned out the light in my room. And he was watching my transom. Lay down on the bed. How long I lay there, I don't know. Perhaps I slept. Perhaps not. But I heard a night, slight creak of my door began to inch open. Slight creak as a bedroom door inches open. Linda tells of fear. A blood chilled in my veins. Slowly the door came, came open, lay fascinated, unable to move vaguely. I saw the outline of the hand, a knife it held. I just wanted to scream, but I couldn't. Slowly came towards the bed. Now he stands over me, raises the knife. Then the blood curling scream. I screamed and rolled over in the bed. There's a knife slashed down and rolled off the bed and cowed in the corner. A horrible figure went, came alive on the bed, after me with knife and brain raised. Calls Desby, help, Dr. Bryce, help me, help, breeze and grass and fear behind. Hurried footsteps into room, lengthy scuffle begins, two men fight and struggle, grunt and groan. Background. Linda, while I cowed there in the corner, he fought all over the room in the dark, had no strength to move, to think, not even to hope. All life seemed to have gone dead in my veins. Crash and body thud as one man hits the other on the head and the water pitcher, knocking him unconscious. John breathes heavily, Linda, and then, then it was over. But who? Who had won? The dark, it strained my eyes to see. There was a vague shape on the door floor, the other waving, weaving around the room. Who? Which one was it? Linda. Hopeful, Doctor. No answer, Doctor Brace. Is that you? John chuckles, slowly, breathlessly. No, Linda. Is it Doctor Brace? It's not I, John Taylor. Linda. It was John Taylor standing there, and light switch, and on the floor lay Doctor Brace, unconscious. Long gash in his head. John, out of breath, I had to hit him with the water pitcher. Linda, my eyes swam back to Dr. Bryce. I saw the knife still gripped 
in his right hand. John, that's Harley's Linda. Linda's touch what? John, Lee Harley. Harley, that's together, John, Linda. Is he? Is he who came in here with that knife? Linda, John, right. Down the cell just now. There's a real Dr. Bryce is there, down there. Dead. Linda, grass. John, this guy posed as Bryce when we came to the house. Linda, oh, then you, you're not Hartley. John chuckles. No, no, isn't that rich? On that, what, what is it, what is saying? All the time, you thought it was Lee Hartley. I thought you had a mere hern. Count your red hair. Linda, oh, but, but the body of that red, red haired woman. John, that's had a hern. Linda grass, John. This guy must have killed me back, her back in the service station. Stuffed her body in my trunk compartment by his own side. Linda, that all happened last summer in time. I think I managed to forget the night of terror. But it won't be soon. But it won't be soon. Sometimes at night I dream I see the awful figure of the knife pose. Please around my throat. I wake up screaming. Lovely. Then John takes me in his arms and holds me tight. Tells me everything's all right. You see, I miss John Taylor now. As well. What do you do now? What do you know? Happy ending as for Mr. Hartley, a pleasant killer. He got all he deserved. Some people never know. There'll be what went off. You should have stayed on jail, where they never raise your rent, where they make no charge for meals, or for electrical current. Chuckles, you see you when you're in jail. Everything is free except you. Last. Well, friends, it's time to... Once again, to close the quick, that creaking door. Till next week, this time, I'll be back. A little chunk of hunk of horror. Last fruitfully. You'll be sure to listen, won't you? Till next week, good night. Pleasant dreams. Hmm? Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.